Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 43 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. Soon to be recognized as the number one wrestling podcast in the world. Just kidding. Shout out to Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, it is I, Joseph Crush, back with the, the, the real crew, the true boys here. NJ3, what's up, buddy? Happy Vengeance Day. We are that day one-ish. We are. This is us. Bad News Canali. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, boys? Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, and happy Valentine's Day. Yes. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Already. Nikki Noodles. I mean, what, what else do we expect, right? I mean, at this point, I don't got any good uh, digs for him yet. Maybe I'll think of something throughout the show. I'm sure uh, when I was out, he had his written down and prepared and everything. So, you know. I'll, maybe I'll let him off the hook today. You know, he gets a sick day every so often. So, uh, wherever you are, Nick, take care, bro. All right, <laughs> boys. Uh, you know, we the WWE likes to bring in outside people a lot. Uh, recently, uh, Anthony Joshua, the boxer, the heavyweight boxer, uh, has talked and said that he, when he's done with boxing, he wants to come over to WWE uh, because Muhammad Ali did. So, I mean, I think Muhammad Ali came over for, like, the, the referee stuff. I don't think he was actively yeah. involved. Um, <clears throat> he's a former champion, I believe. I'm not too – I don't have his credentials uh, noted down, but uh, I know he's uh, 31 years old, still young. Uh, he's a, he's He looks good. He's like a genetic freak. He almost looks like a big, big boy. Um, looks like you. Looks like me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, large, tall. Handsome, dark. studly, uh, very dark. <laughs> uh, I think he's coming up against Tyson Fury. I think soon might be a fight with them, too. I'm not sure. So uh, I don't know if there's any ties with them there coming to WWE. But NG3, uh, just thoughts on this. I mean, I, I, it's not surprising that some of this could possibly happen. But what are your thoughts on, on this guy potentially coming over? I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting that mainstream push. I mean, look, look what's going on with Bad Bunny right now. Yeah. Um, legit. I mean, I can't. We don't know if Anthony's a legit fan or if he's just trying to follow in what Muhammad did. He, like he's saying, "Oh, I'm the best boxer in today, and then I'm going to go over there and I'm going to go bring my my clout and notoriety over there." You know, almost like you know Floyd Mayweather did, whether it's for a small program or anything. I, I like to open the door to people who want to go. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't want to just bring someone in just because they're a star. If you want to come over and you want to do a small program, a long program, or even just a cup of coffee, I'm I'm usually down for something like that. Cause like I said, look, look what Bad Bunny, look at the revenue the guy's driving in. It's ridiculous. Yeah. His following. And he actually legit wants to be there. Yeah. So maybe Anthony Joshua doesn't want to be there like that, but if he wants to have some involvement and he's willing to and it's on his end, doors open, baby. Absolutely. And like you said, Bad Bunny, I mean, I think Fightful.com reported, I think he surpassed everyone on the roster and merchandise and sold over like $500,000 worth of merch. So if they can, 
double like double down on something like that with with other celebrities they're gonna do it people like whether we like it or not financially it's a business right so you got to do what you got to do um anthony joshua per se i i mean i know who he is because i'm into combat sports and like you're just if you, you're into sports you you've heard of his name before i want like someone like a mcgregor to come over you know what i mean like i think that's more of an impact um, and more entertaining to me because we see what he could do on the mic. Not that I, I don't know what what Joshua could do on the mic or anything, but um, and I'm 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 all for welcoming anyone into the company. Like I like it's my approval. So <laughs> as a fan, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I I'm intrigued. I, I I like to see what would happen. But uh, who knows? We'll see where it goes. Um, like we mentioned, it's Valentine's Day, so uh, we just want to give a big congratulations to Keith Lee and Mia Yim on their engagement. Um, yeah, love is in the air, limitless. Tom, I think he took some notes from you and uh, your your uh, suave ways, and he he bagged up his uh, his life partner. Um, he did. So get your bag. Yeah, get your bag. So congrats to them. Congrats. Um, before we get into uh, wrestling this week, uh, here's a word from our sponsor. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Guys, uh, that's Paper Champion. I mean, you, you hear it every week. They're, speaking of day one-ish, they've been around since day one. Uh, you know, one of our biggest supporters, uh, one of our, our our only sponsor, let's be honest. But uh, they've been hey, He around. pays the bills. He I know, the we bills, appreciate so. that. Um, if you want more detail on Paper Champion and the upcoming season, which is uh, season five, uh, we're going to have an interview coming up with the CEO of Paper Champion. Uh, big shout out to Goya. Um, and that'll be dropping hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So uh, you'll get a little more detail on on everything that goes on, what we do uh, within that league or the fantasy, league, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's fun. I, I highly suggest as if you're a wrestling fan to to sign up and get involved, it's a, uh, it's a nice little additive to, to what we like when you watch a pay-per-view or watch a weekly show, it adds that little more uh, investment and uh, time that you want to give into the company. So uh, sign up people do it. It's not a cult. Like I said last week, uh, no, and it's free. It's free. It's free. Damn it. It's free. Damn it. So no money wasted. Uh, and again, before we get into wrestling, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, just do it already. I mean, we're, we're good people. We're good guys. We love wrestling. We talk three to the four of us are yeah, great humanitarians. Three of the four. The, the, the other one's not here, so we don't have to worry about him. Um, and if you do subscribe and you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review, five-star rating. It'll be much appreciated, and uh, we love you for it. Um, do you think he's not here because of, of what happened with um, the Alexa Bliss stalker? Can we confirm that Nick is the Alexa Bliss stalker? You know what? I don't want to get him in trouble, but uh, if you track his IP address, shit. We know where he was. Shit. Or he shouldn't be. Unless he has a burner computer. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? No involvement with us. We had nothing to do with it. Don't expect anything less. Um, Monday Night Raw. I mean, we're a week removed. We're a little late in the show uh, coming out this week, but... uh, 
Shane O'Mac came back. Mm-hmm. Nice little surprise. Adam Pierce announced him on Raw. And uh, it was kind of random in a way. He just kind of popped up. Uh, he, they announced the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, or at least a, a couple of the competitors. Ultimately, throughout the night, we got uh, the results of tag team matches that uh, queered the other competitors. Um, or was that SmackDown? Am I bugging right now? That was SmackDown. That was SmackDown. I'm, I'm yeah. off. I just watched SmackDown. That's okay. Yeah. But we got the competitors right there. Well, we, can, we can do a little double comparisons. Actually, this kind of, I think this we is could. kind of a good segue because I have something about this. Yeah. So we'll do that. So for the WWE Championship, we have Drew McIntyre defending it in the match mm-hmm. against Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Randy Orton, The Miz, and AJ a- Styles. J. So before we get into SmackDown's chamber, there's a lot of, uh, should we say, turmoil online regarding the average age of the competitors in this match. And before I ask you guys what your opinion is on the match itself and who's involved, I'm going to give you my two cents. I'm going to go across comparison to Game of Thrones. Okay. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, just understand where I'm coming from. There's a throne. Uh, uh, the main goal of that show is to to become the king of the land, right? Or, or, or queen. Just, or queen. If if Ned Stark, the the oldest of the one of the oldest guys in the show, right? If he became king over Jon Snow, for example, the younger guy, are we flipping out about that because because Ned Stark's older than Jon Snow? No, he's a character on a show. Why is it always an age comparison when it comes to this our pro wrestling show that's predetermined and and a television show that we watch? It's not real life, right? I I, I struggle to, to some weeks to to read these comments every week because an older guy, even a full time older guy, is getting a shot over a younger guy like a ricochet or something like that. I I. I just don't know where we draw the line and like, guys, this isn't like granted, obviously younger guys are going to want WWE championships. It's the main goal in in their career, but why can't we have older guys become champions? Like what, what is it doing to, I don't know. I, I it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm trying to get my point across and like, it's, it's just frustrating. Every time there's a decision made with WWE, it's like, there's something wrong with it. And they can do no right. And going into this match, it's going to be a fucking hell of a match. And I mean, Drew, can we argue, will probably come out champion still. So I don't know what the issue is. I'm just, I don't know. I get, I get frustrated every time the WWE makes a decision on something like this, maybe a championship match. But we can nix Goldberg because Goldberg just came in and popped in. But like these guys, Sheamus, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy, these guys have been around for a while, but are also full time competitors so why wouldn't they deserve a shot so i don't know maybe you could take on that jersey and like just what are your thoughts on the the, the complaints over the age yeah so i mean I'll, I'll start with my first one i'll go right into that yeah. you know when when they, i thought it was kind of clunky how they announced it like mm. adam pierce came out welcome shane and was like hey listen i got this cool little thing i'm gonna do the elimination chamber match and we're gonna have all these competitors in there and it was just like shane's like all right cool great thanks sounds good bye um <laughs> Yeah, when I first, without seeing SmackDown, when I first saw it, I thought it was a very bad idea in terms of, I feel like it almost told you what was going to happen at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. right? 
if they're going to have this chamber match with Drew in it, that means Roman's going to defend against Edge. And that's what I want. I'm good with that. But I just wish, in order to kind of keep it a little bit fresh or keep us guessing, make it a number one contenders match. Yeah. Right? There is one pay-per-view before WrestleMania. If I'm not mistaken, it's Fastlane. Yeah. So with that being said, in order to kind of throw us off a little bit and not make it so predictable, is the second you put Drew in there, shifts your focus. Like, all right, Edge has to be choosing Roman. SmackDown comes around, changes our, our view a little bit. But before I get to SmackDown, I don't mind the competitors in the match. I still, in my heart, wish it was a number one contendership and it wasn't for the title. In a perfect world, that's what I would want it. Yeah. You replace Drew with maybe an up-and-comer. Um, I don't think age should be such a problem because AJ Styles is beautiful and phenomenal as he is, is an older guy. He's, he's one of the older ones in the match. Right, but no one would complain about AJ because he's exactly. the best in the world. Sure. So AJ's definitely up there. I think we can all say what Randy's been doing the last six to eight months has been probably some of the best work he's done in recent memory. Mm-hmm. He deserves to be in that match. You have to figure there's going to be some sort of fiend-ish interaction, which is what we want to see you because they so. have to finish their finish their kind of feud. So that's a good one. Um, you know, you need the Miz in there to be able to say maybe he gets pinned, and maybe he comes back and tries to cash in after the match is over. You you need that ability to kind of have that speculation, like, oh, all right, Miz is in there. He's not going to cash in, but he gets eliminated early. Could he come back and cash in again? Like we've seen the elimination chamber end and go off the air and a cash and happen. One of the most famous cash ins of all time. You know what I mean? So like you have that, I think Jeff Hardy just being a, a high flyer, death to fire just makes a lot of sense. And you have to have Seamus tied to Drew McIntyre. So when you look at the participants storyline wise, you're crisscrossing stories, but it makes logistical sense. I don't know how you can make that better besides my opinion, not having Drew be in the match and putting someone else in there and kind of just giving that a little bit of a bump for them. So and whether we, all right, so I'm going to ask you a question, whether we agree with this or not, like who else could, would arguably deserve a shot right now? It'd be hard to pick, but I mean, I'd want like, I mean, you know, granted, we'd love to see Keith Lee lined up with, with, with Bobby Lashley and Riddle. So the two of them are busy. So you yes. can't have Keith Lee in there, which is fine. And Riddle, um, anyone believable to be in there? I, it, it would take me a second to think about it, but no one that's like truly believable on that standard with those guys. Like, oh, I, I feel like Tommy, you can you can chime in too. I feel like anyone, like all these complaints, it's like, do you, so you want like Ricochet, you want Riddle, you want Keith Lee, you want this guy, this guy. This. The two of them are busy. They got. And that's they what I'm saying. Like they want they want younger guys to get a chance. And but is it like does it make sense if they win in and win? Like Tom, I don't know what you like how you think about that, but I just like it's 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 like we may not agree with the current booking situations. Like maybe Ricochet should be higher up on the card, but he's not right now. So why just throw him into a fucking chamber match for no fucking reason? I don't know. Well, you know what would happen though if that did happen. You know, they would say, "Oh, why is Ricochet in this match? He doesn't deserve it." You know, yeah. it's like you said, they can't do anything right. So yeah. I mean, you know, they complain that he's not in it, and I guarantee if he wasn't in it, like, oh wow, he goes from you know low mid card to the elimination chamber, they would fucking bitch and moan about. So like you said, it's just. I mean, my Game of Thrones comparison was shit. I wasn't really prepared. I just had it written down. I was trying to like show that like TV shows we don't like look at like regular TV shows and say why is that guy getting like, the king he's too old and Jon Snow's young in their real life age we don't look at that look at their character on screen yeah. stop worrying about 
who they are in real life. Like, it's none of our, like, why do we care about that? It's, yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I, I, it's, it's getting to a point where it's like, holy shit. Like we care so much about their well being in real life. Like we don't even know these people personally. Yeah. So like, I don't get it. Why just worry about their on-screen character and what they're doing and not worry about their age and like what they deserve in life. Their, their, their rise to WWE, they're, they're paying their dues. Like I'm, I'm sick of that shit. It's like, I'm over it by now. Like, fuck, I don't know. Like Seamus, if he won, he deserves it right now. Look at the fucking run he's been having. He's been killing it. And like, he's 40. I would high thirties. I don't even know all these, but yeah, I think he's up there. So it'd be really funny if they would have had him on Mustafa Ali in the match to kind of be like, well, Hey, look, there's your, there you go. You're in the match. Sure. I mean, you could have done that as as a, as a good joke, as a good joke, like joking wise. Cause then, you know, he's a, he could be a, like, as like, it would have been cool if like Kofi, they put Kofi in the match and then Ali, took him out. And then I would call. Yeah. Like that's something that they could have pulled off. I think. Like to me, Jeff Hardy, mm. he's like one guy. Like I mean, what he's done lately. I mean, I guess he's just he's Jeff Hardy. Like the name is there, but I don't know. I mean, he sells merch. He does he sells merch. Yeah, no, I mean, you sell merch, you in a match. That's how it goes. I'm just saying. I'm going from a standpoint of what he's done on TV. Not I don't give a fuck yeah. how old he is. I'm not saying because Jeff Hardy's old, he shouldn't be in the match. It's just that he's what he's been doing on TV doesn't essentially make him. They're just going with former WWE champions. So um, an, a, a, a branch off question with Shane coming back. Do you guys want to, are we going to see him at mania? Is this like a sign that maybe he's showing up for mania season? Tom, I mean, if it's, if, oh, sorry, oh, yeah. no, my bad. Um, Tommy, please. I apologize. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, mania comes around, you know, they want to bring back, you know, all the like, you know, big, st- I don't want to say big stars, but um, you know, you bring a McMahon in, you know what I mean? Type of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, we know he can go, obviously, you know, years ago against Undertaker and Hell in a Cell. So they'll probably throw him in a match. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure this is the beginning of him, you know, uh, you know, starting a storyline with whatever it is. But no, it'd be cool to see him. I mean, yeah, I mean, like we said, his matches are always crazy, all the crazy shit he pulls off. So no, I like to see him in a match. I don't know what it would be, but we'll see what happens. The, the way he was talking to Pierce and like Pierce was kind of like taking him like, like taken back, like he was kind of being sarcastic with saying, You're doing a great job, you're doing a great job, and he just like walked yeah. away. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we get Shane McMahon versus Adam Pierce and Mania, I don't know if that's going to sell like you know too yeah. many tickets, but <laughs> that'd be interesting. Um, maybe for the right to run the show, I don't know, something, yeah, who knows? Yeah, Pierce is doing a great job, as we say often. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to Pierce. Um, Ed showed up basically saying that he's going to wait until after Chamber to make his decision. Jersey had hinted at, uh, it's almost a, a given that it's going to be him versus Roman um, on SmackDown. Rome, uh, they had made the chamber match there. And at first Roman was going to be involved, but then he's like, no, he's like, you just said, or how to go. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I forget if it was Pierce that said it, like you're going to have to basically defend the title at, Elimination Chamber, regardless. So, so Paul Heyman, it was contractually Paul in his Heyman, contract. Paul Heyman, yes. Okay, so, Heyman said it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. The contract says I, I have, I got to defend at Elimination Chamber. Doesn't have to defend in, in the Chamber. The yes. Elimination okay. Chamber. So uh, we got who'd we get in that match? Did I write it down? I'm like a fucking idiot. Uh, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, who they announced right there, which I thought the, the way they presented that that was pretty cool. It got Roman oh, fucking heated. It made it, it was it gave me a little popsky. Uh, and then we had two. There's the tag team matches. The two tag team matches: Sami Zayn and Corbin won over the Mysterios. Interesting. Um, and then cool Cesaro and Daniel Bryan got into. Um, 
I have so many questions regarding SmackDown too. So like, I just it's I'm confused in a little bit, but I was enter- entertained. But uh, this match, so the winner of that match that night is going to face Roman. You got to think it's almost like a, a layup, Jerz, right? Like whoever wins that match is going to be beat up, and then that's Roman's the point right after. Yeah. So, yep. um, and that's when Edge is going to come on and say, "I'm going to challenge you at WrestleMania." Mm, interesting, because it's uh, like you always want the shortcut. You're not getting the shortcut with me. Me, you, Mania. Let's do it. Night two main event. Night two, okay. And and the weekend with Edge and Edge and Roman. Who who do you who do you want to see win the chamber match? Does it even matter at this point? Is it just like a waste? Unfortunately, it's it's a waste, and uh, it's sad to say that because I think what what Kevin Owens has done with with Roman these last couple of matches has been just fantastic storytelling at its at its finest. Um, the Jey Uso storyline we've already kind of seen that one, right? So I can't see the two of them winning. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, maybe you get a Cesaro win and maybe you get him looking real close, but not there yet, but allows for a future program because you want to elevate him. If I had to put money on it, it's so easy to bet on Daniel Bryan just because it makes a lot of sense, but it, it would just be shitty to see Roman squash him. But I think no matter what the inevitable result has to be that Roman's going to go over, which is fine, but I don't want the person he goes over to hurt them. Even though I know wrestling with Roman's a good thing. Yeah. If I had to guess, Cesaro or Brian, one of the two. I'm I'm little, I'm still 50-50 on. I, I got to see another SmackDown before I can kind of give my true prediction. Yeah, and two things. You got to think that in that chamber match, like Roman's going to come out, they're going to raise the cage and just call it, like, just do it right there. They're not going to, like, unless they somehow screw him over and, like, give the like have that match be first and then end the night with that, the title match. I'm not sure how they're going to work that in. Um, but I thought maybe... You could have threw Nakamura in there, maybe over Corbin, because uh, that story is there with Nakamura. Even I know he went for the IC title then uh, on SmackDown, but like uh, he got the shit end of the stick with Jay uh, interfering a few weeks ago, and then I don't know. I just feel like Nakamura could have won and then lost to Roman that night, but just to give him that rub, I guess you can argue that with Cesaro as well. Um, we so like we had these two chamber matches, and like I feel like going into Mania, Fastlane kind of screws everything up. Like, what do you do? like, there's, Tom? What, there, you can't have a title change at Fastlane. It, it's, oh, yeah. I think it's like two weeks before Mania too. So like, yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah. I I don't know how you how you what you do with like you don't have championship matches. Like, what do they do? I I, I don't even remember Fastlane in the past. Like, what they what kind of matches they have going into Mania? Do you have I any mean, recollection? The one I remember years ago was um, when Triple H was champ and Ambrose faced him. Oh yeah. That's the only one I really remember. And yeah, I really thought for a second, I really thought he was going to win, but obviously they they were setting up for Triple H and Roman at that point. Yeah, but yeah. Um, that's still really the only one I can remember uh, off the top of my head. I don't know. I It's it's confusing at this point. Like you just, it's just a throw in pay-per-view. It doesn't really make sense to me, but what do we know, right, Jers? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, Chamber's next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's next week. There's barely a bill to it. You just announce your chamber matches with two weeks to go. Next week is your go home shows, and we're at chamber. And then before you know it, we're at Fastlane. Why can't you just make chamber go? You know, be in make between it, both. Yeah, make it a couple of weeks from now. It doesn't have to be right away. Right. Well, we know why, but like, well, we know why. Yes, yeah. but shouldn't be. Um, just going back to real quick. Keith Lee came back, and we we had we had mentioned that before. Uh, he got in a match with Riddle, won, and now is involved in a triple threat match with uh. Riddle and Bobby Lashley at Chamber. Um, that should be fun. It should, yeah. it should, it should definitely yeah. be fun. Uh, it kind of 
throws away my hope that Riddle would probably be the U.S. champion. I think at this point, I don't know. I'm not sure Riddle comes out on top of that, but uh, I'm glad to see Keith Lee back. Uh, like we said, he just got recently engaged. He was out for uh, uh, COVID reasons, I believe, the past few weeks. So we'll see what happens there. It's going to be a great match. I mean, them three together in the ring is just a lot of body mass, but it's still a lot of fun too at the same time. And uh, I guess we'd be remiss to to not bring up the the thing that stole the show on Monday Night Raw, and that was uh, Nia's hole. I, I I don't know what else to say. Um, was that scripted? Was that real? Like, was that legit real? Or dude, do you think she really screamed my hole? No, that's Vince and Kevin Dunn behind that. Absolutely, man. Come on. That's I don't know. I mean, I, it got, dude, it got over. I mean, I mean it got it. over. It was trending. It was trending yeah. worldwide. <laughs> I mean, I was watching it, but I was like doing something else. And then I'm like, did she just say that? I had to rewind. I'm like, oh, holy shit, she really did. So I'm like, all right. I mean, good for her getting yeah. something to talk like, but that's like the thing. It's like when, when stuff, I mean, I know we, our thoughts on her are not too great. Not many people care for her too much. But um, when you do stuff like that and you get a reaction, it just furthers along that she's going to like be around, <laughs> like involved with things. I don't know, man. It is what it is at this point. And she, I think they carried it over to SmackDown too. I honestly missed that, but like, yeah, they did. Um, but I'm happy that she got put through a table. You know, yeah, if that was Lana's payoff. Was I'm happy that she put her through a table because, to be quite honest, I'm just, I'm just so tired of that. And I just really hope that Lana and Naomi just take the belts off of Nia and Shane, and they can just finally be done as a team. I'm my, like, my prayers and hopes. So like, I, I forgot to bring it up, and like last week, I think I'm kind of like okay with Lana now like I'm kind of like riding the wave I think who came out who came out and said something good about Lana recently someone had like a really nice thing to say wasn't it Cor- who was it B- 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 Bully, uh, Bully Ray Bully Ray I think yeah yeah he had, like, he had like a really good take on and he that. made sense and kind of like like I was already like I'm like I didn't I didn't wasn't like telling myself but I was like watching I was like I wasn't like rolling my eyes when Lana came out I was kind of like invested to see what was going to happen and then he kind of when he said what he said he kind of confirmed like yeah like I can I can ride this and like I'm not saying she's a champion right now she still has some like work to do but like she's on the right path I think I think yeah uh, so what he said yeah what he said was she invests time in her profession she goes out there she never boo-boo faced about anything. She's taken power bombs by Nia Jax and she's still getting up. She's selling. She's registering. Her facials are great. Bravo, Lana. You did this the right way. Yeah. So mm-hmm. shout out to Lana, man. I mean, she gets a lot of a lot of shit online because of her uh her take on her husband media. and her husband. Oh, okay. And like just how that. everyone thinks like Miro sucks. sucks. Yeah, Miro does suck. Uh we'll get into that. Um just like her take on social media and like how she had that look in in the era of re- women's wrestling. Now it's like to be the supermodel type, you know what I mean? It's like kind of pat in the past where people like to think that at least from like the other era and she's kind of taking on that role. And I think she's running with it. I think she's doing a great job. So um, she could be at the end of the year, she could be voted as uh, most improved. Who knows? We'll see. Um we're gonna go back and forth to uh to SmackDown here. Just might as well start doing that. Seth Rollins is back, boys. Don't know if burn it down. I that's what I was gonna say. He came yeah. up, he came out with burn it down, but then he came out with the black glove on the suit and kind of cut like a messiah type promo. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure where they're going with it. Um, he did, they gave us what happened? A little swerve because he came. Yeah. out. He goes, I'm a father now. I decided, you know, I thought, oh, okay, he's turning face here, but then he. 
So and then, okay. he, then he did that. It was uh, it was interesting. I'm excited. To see, I mean, I love Seth Rollins. We all do. I think one of the best in the business. Uh, he ends up t- attacking Cesaro, so that kind of confirms that he's still sticking with that route. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jers, where do we uh, where do we see Rollins going here? Any any idea? If the glove fits. You must have quit, right? Is that what the saying is? Yes. <laughs> um, you know what? To be quite honest, I think a Seth Rollins Cesaro would be actually a would be a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it on the surface, like, yes, yes, let's let's do that. Let's see that. That is good. You want to give Cesaro a nice payoff? You want to? I thought he was. I thought he was a heel, to be quite honest. So, and I see he has like some facial, like some face type tendency. I know you don't have to like really define face and heel, but going against Rollins, you're going to probably be the face in this current moment. But this is cool. This is really good. They can do this storyline a little bit. Yeah. I know Cesaro's mic skills were never his strong suit, but I think you can allow for the wrestling to overcome that, especially with someone like Seth Rollins. So, I'm cool with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, think, I think. Yeah. I think. Cesaro's and I mean he's due for a lot of stuff, but I think he's due for like a one-on-one blood feud that we haven't seen him have ever. Maybe I don't know. Like he's always a been long involved. Time. Yeah, a long time. I think like he's always been involved in tag teams and and other stuff. So uh, I think he's in in line for that. I, I mean, co- we had Rollins coming back. I think you, could, you an easy point would be like for the IC title against Big E. I think that would be a fun feud as well. Bring you could bring that back to NXT and like stuff like the original NXT and stuff like that. So um I know we go into Mania and we want to see like multi-man ladder matches, Tom, but like I mean, would you be down with like a uh uh if they if they don't go that route with Cesaro, like Big E, Rollins, Cesaro, Shinsuke, Sammy, like multi-man IC title match, or is that to, is that we have two nights here, so we don't want to throw everyone in in one shot. Do you want to spread those guys out? Like, how would you what would you think about that? Um, yeah, I don't think I would mind that. I mean, get those guys, you know, get those. I mean, obviously, they they set it up so far, you know, because obviously, you know, Shinsuke, you know, that match came to no decision because you know, Apollo Cruz interference and, and oh, yeah, Apollo's in there too. I'm sorry, yeah, so you know. So, you know, they still got, yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, I don't know if I do a ladder match, you know, but who knows? I mean, maybe they could figure something else out, but no, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think that that's, it's, those are the kind of matches you normally see with like a one night show. Cause you want to yeah. get everyone in. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they, I want to, I missed the, uh, didn't do the, did they do the Andre the Giant Battle Royal last year? I don't think so. No, oh, because, because nice. of COVID, you can't have so many people. In yeah. There, yes. Good yeah. Remember, remember they with the tag match that was like one member of each team. Yeah, um, it was still like in a triple threat. Yeah, triple threat uh, ladder match. So it yeah. was a uh, different time. Yeah, different time. different time. So hopefully uh, we get some better options this year. Um, not really a main story on SmackDown, but I just want to ask you guys what you think. We got uh, Seth Rollins back. We saw the Mysterios lose. Where's Buddy Murphy? Yeah. Wasn't he around the ring? I thought I saw him when Seth Rollins came out. He oh, just really? was in, like highlighted. Yeah, that was that's like, not really dark. that's not a good sign. Yeah. In, like a little in like a little segment. I, I'll have to see if I can screenshot it to you guys. But like, it looked like he was. If you're if you're behind the ring looking at the ramp, it looks like he was on the right side, oh, like man. right in the front. But it wasn't like very like highlighted. Yeah. I'll look. I'll look and I'll screenshot yeah. it. I'll send I was, it to you. I wasn't like, hope is that buddy. I wasn't hoping he was hurt, but I was hoping he was hurt because that's why he wasn't on TV. I think I read that supposedly when they were, he was supposed to do something with what's his name? Um, the guy who got released, Steve Cutler. 
that supposedly that they were going to do something with him and buddy, but obviously, you know, him getting released, that kind of squashed it. That's from what I read. I don't know. Uh, you can go back and you can right? on him and uh, Wesley Blake. Cause they used to be, uh, what was the team name? Jerry's NXT like Blake and Murphy. Oh, just Blake and Murphy. That wasn't all yeah. a team name. No, like your Murphy with with Alexa Bliss yeah. with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, and just one more thing before we go into Wednesday, it's it might be a shorter episode. I guess less fucking talking from noodles is a good thing. Um, I mean, th- that hot air that he blows in this virtual room, Jesus, man, he gets fucking hot. We start floating away like a hot air balloon. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking smack is something that I highly recommend everyone watch every week. Um, it's not on TV. Uh, I don't believe so. At least it's on the net. It shows up on the network the next day. Yeah. So you'll see it all over Twitter. When something, when something's good, you'll just go on Twitter and search talking smack on the hashtag or whatever. Last night we got a uh, Cesaro or not last night, uh, Friday night. We got Cesaro cutting a, a very emotional, not emotional, but a very serious promo uh, on his rise to about respect and like everything else it's it was really good it was you see a lot of people let let loose on that show they're not handed a script before they go out it seems and they kind of just give it all give it their all and you almost wish you could see that translate to what we see on television i feel like i've said that before but like it just i really highly recommend talking smack uh another thing was funny i guess after that promo that he cut db came out and basically called out Heyman. Uh, for giving getting Roman Reigns a Brock contract because he hasn't he hasn't really wrestled besides Royal Rumble since December or something like that on TV. So I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, the fact that he's calling up Brock, you never know. Maybe that'll bring Brock back to fight DB at uh, WrestleMania. I don't know. You, I feel like you could use stuff like that to to get a feud going. But uh, just highly recommend Talking Smack. I'm not sure if you guys check it out every so often, but uh, you catch the clips on Twitter on on Instagram. So um, just. Uh, as wrestling fans, if you want to see the real stuff, just check it out. And then you got Kayla and Paul Heyman on, on Talking Smack. F- uh, phenomenal. Yeah, goals. Phenomenal. Goals. Who, who would have thought, right? Uh, so, uh, cheers. We had a, a very fun Wednesday night this week. Yeah, I want I'd you, like to say so. I, I want you to take us on that ride quick. Let's do it. It is. We're going to go back in time. Let's get in your DeLoreans, boys. Mm. We're going back to Wednesday. Um, let's open up. With, let's talk about a little AEW, a little Dynamite. So show opens up with uh, Joey Janela taking on Darby Allen. Now we like Joey, right? We like his choices in life. We think he's a good guy, right? He means well, but I don't, I don't, yeah, he's a tall guy. I don't, I don't know where he became a contender for the TNT championship because I don't know. I just, I didn't see it, but Hey, that's fine. But what we did get was we got actually a really good entertaining match. That's what we did get. And that's what I do appreciate out of Joey. So I'm grateful for that. Um, Really good, entertaining match. I thought from the week prior they were going to tease that Stinger Team Taz was going to be somewhere near this match because that's kind of what they were doing. The match goes on. The match finishes. Darby gets the win. Where's Stinger Team Taz, right? That's a little weird, right? A little continuity error right there. But what we did get is that we did get later on an interview with Sting. You know, we get on a weekly basis, right? Tony Schiavone interviewing Sting. Sting. gets interrupted by team Taz dragging Darby in a body bag. Now I know, I know Darby does some jackass kind of stuff. I'm not calling him a jackass. I'm just saying like the show jackass. Um, he like though that, that really, or what, right. That's jackass. yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Um, Joey, I mean, not getting them involved in the match. Did you like that? Seeing Darby get dragged away. Does that really kind of push the feud forward? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, help me yeah, out. I mean, this it's one. it's been kind of like 
I mean, I'm glad they did something throughout the night. Like, and that was pretty extreme. They dragged him in a, in a body bag in a car yes. for like, I want to say a couple football fields. And it, it looked, I mean, they, they didn't cut away from that. So they zipped him up in the bag. I think he was legit in there. So that was pretty cool. Uh, it was a cool scene, but uh, for them not to get involved, I think it was a missed opportunity in the match. So um, again, like you said, shout out to Joe Janela, great match. Not sure why he was a, a contender. And I, I want to correct myself last week. I was like kind of upset that he was getting a title shot. Um, and I mentioned like his below 500 record that was last year. So they're going by this year. He's two and out or was two and oh this year. So I guess he's undefeated or whatever. I don't know what the excuse is. Not, not no more <laughs> yeah. not anymore. Um, great match though. But yeah. I mean the, the whole team Taz Darby Allen sting thing. It's, it's been kind of like it's I'm excited for it. Cause I want to see sting get in there. Obviously it's nostalgic and, and it's sting. Right. So mm-hmm. I just like I'm not not fully in it yet because like they, it's losing me a little bit. Yeah, we got some time to lot, get to March. I know, like yeah. yo, listen. And I th- I thought about this the other day. I we all love slow burns, right? Mm-hmm. But literally everything in this company is a slow burn. It's like, can we get something quick here? Like every like, how long did it take for Miro and what's his, what's his, uh, I mean not Miro, uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford to get married? Mm-hmm. Miro debuted how many fucking months ago? Like, and then they find it like, and it's like other shit, like the hangman page thing, Kenny Omega, like year long shit, like all of it's good. Like not every storyline has to be a slow burn. That's just my, my opinion. And this one is very slow. So very slow. I guess we'll see. But like I was just saying before, you know, it's, it's crazy. We still have some time to fill. How many more times are we going to interview staying and have it be interrupted? Interview staying, have it be interrupted. It just, uh, it's it's getting to a point now where I need to see just a little physicality. Grab me again. Let's thing hit, you know, um, any of them with a bat. One of them, something. Like, that's why I was actually pretty excited to see if Team Taz would get involved in this match because I think it would kind of push the storyline forward. Yeah. Even if the Ricky Starks for a second, they all run away, but Ricky takes the hit. And then they hold him up at the top of the ramp and then Sting points at the bat. Like, it's like, oh, shit, he's not messing around. Like, this is, he's here and it's legit. We yeah. should be worried. Like that's what I, I need a little something more, but I guess we'll see. And sometimes um, a payoff we get with them is like really good. It's so like we may get something really good before the uh before the pay per view, but it's like just the lead up is like so it's so crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But speaking who speaking of people who actually did get hit, Tommy, MJF got sucker punched yeah. in the gut by Sammy Guevara. Yes, he did. Um Tom. Sammy put in his resignation with the inner circle. What, 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 what's going on here? Lay like sex gods is dead. Uh, I, I mean, mean yeah. MJF and, and Jericho are the team now. Sammy's done. Sammy threatened it. He said, listen, if, if he's not gone, I'm gone. Sammy's gone. Are we going to see a face? Sammy Guevara. Do we see Sammy and Jericho go one-on-one? What, what do you see going on with this? Tommy, give me uh, give me your thoughts. I mean, like they've been obviously since MJF joined in the circle, they've been, you know, teasing this and teasing it and finally it's paid off. So now, I mean, I was really surprised to see him leave. I was like, wow, okay. That's, you know, I mean, even though he did say if anything did happen, I'm gone and he stuck to his word. So that was pretty cool. But I mean, obviously I think we'll see him and MJF in some sort of match down the line. I'm not sure when, maybe at the next pay-per-view or whatever it is, but I mean, that'd be cool to see a face Sammy Guevara. I mean, you know, the guy, guy's been, I think one of the, 
best young talent they got so far in AEW. So it'll be very cool to see that. But I mean, when he punched MJF and MJ was like, Oh, I think he broke a rib type of thing. I mean, that's just fucking gold. I mean, that was really so good. That was cool. So now I'm, I'm excited for that. I really am. So it should be, should be a lot of fun between those two. No, it definitely should be. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, um, you know, obviously you're always can be concerned when you turn, when you're looking to try to turn a face, uh, a heel guy face, because I don't know if we were clamoring for it or we needed this to happen because Sammy's a good heel. I mean, he's a really good wrestler. He's young. He's cocky. He's a prick. That's exactly what we like in our heels. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, look at Nick. He's a heel. He's a prick. <laughs> he's a I wouldn't say anything else besides that. Just that he's a, he's prick. a sleazeball, slimy prick. No good. I forget that line from the movie. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Moving on. Pac, the beatdown he put on Little Ziggler. Oh my God! <laughs> Clinical beatdown. That face that he made when he was being tapped out. That that haunted me that night. I actually had a nightmare about it. Oh God! I'm scared. You want to watch horror? I didn't know we we're gonna get horror on Dynamite, but that was horror. Um, we had a first round matchup in the women's eliminator tournament. This is a little interesting, boys. So with Sheeta, I, I mean, and please, I, I hope I say this right. I, I'm assuming she's Japanese. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're having a tournament with some stars from Japan, some stars from the U.S., with Sheeta being in the U.S., but also being Japanese, I guess, having roots. They think that this international tournament is going to be the best way to crown the number one contender for Sheeta. All right. Okay. Um, all the Japanese matches or all the matches that are seminating from there are going to take place on, I believe, Monday on YouTube, if I'm, not, okay. if I'm not mistaken. So if you want to watch any of those first or second round matches, they'll be on YouTube. But we did get a match here in the States. It was Le- it was legit Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. Um, decent match. Decent match. Hard fought match. It looks like they're pushing Thunder Rosa because she got the win. Yeah. Um, and it looks like they might be setting up a second round matchup with her and Serena Deeb. So that should be interesting to watch and follow. But, um, boys, m- not really more or less the match, but of course you can bring up the match if you want. What do you think about this idea of, of using two different platforms, right? This shit. I mean, I don't know if the, all the Japanese stars are under AEW contract, if there's just a part of the sharing agreement that they have going on. I mean, Tommy, we can start with you if you want. What do you think about the idea of, I guess, this mixed country tournament to, finally find a potential challenger for Sheeta. I mean, yeah, I, we've been saying for how many months now that the women's division AEW is like definitely the weakest so far. So, I mean, I think with them, you know, going with different company or whatever type of thing, I think this is good for them. I mean, when they release the bracket and the one right side, we're like, who are these women? But I mean, it's a good thing. You know, we could see more talent, obviously, you know, that we don't see often. So, um, no, I think it'd be very good for them. Like get some names out there and, you know, I mean, I think, well, you know, the big names from AEW will probably end up winning it. I mean, I don't know who at this point, but I mean, I think it is a good thing for them. I really do. So hopefully they do it the right way and like, don't give us like some random person. Now, you know, like who the fuck is this person type of thing? So now I'm excited. Yeah, for you, really am. you never know, but maybe they're going to take a shot, Tommy, right? Like maybe like you just said, like where the women's division isn't the glaring strength. Mm-hmm. It is definitely something they need to work on. Maybe they're going to try to find our diamond in the rough. Maybe they're going to allow the matches to dictate potentially who the challenger is because you know how it is we've we've seen tournaments before where sometimes the match steals the tournament not necessarily the winner of the tournament right exactly, and you can yeah. kind of find that person in that match mm-hmm. so maybe this is their way of almost not knowing who's going to win 
they have an idea, but they may have maybe let the matches dictate the potential winner, which would be kind of cool if you think about it like that. Uh, Joey, I guess you know, same to you. Is this a do you is this a part of a sharing agreement? Because not all these women are on the on the roster, right? Because I, I didn't do too much homework on it, but I know that you're very, you know, very versed in a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact details, but I don't think it's it's I think these are just uh wrestler women wrestlers from other companies they're not like it's not a new japan because i don't think new japan actually has women women's wrestlers i could be wrong though um <clears throat> so what i think is i like how they use youtube as a, a second platform because they don't have a network where like if mm-hmm. wb was having a big tournament they could throw these extra matches on the network or like 205 live stuff like that how they do with the the, the uh the dusty tournament so that, I, I like the uh, the taking advantage of using YouTube for these extra matches, especially because they're the, if these women can't make it to the states to fight, then it makes sense. Um, I do think they could have went a little, like maybe half that side of the bracket of people we didn't know. Like it, they're hitting such a niche like audience. Like it's I know they're drawing in ratings like that that are good for them, but like when you're, it's like they've sometimes they they go routes that like they'll never bring in casual fans like no one's gonna if i if i'm coming off the street to watch wrestling again and i see this tournament first of all i don't know half the who half the AEW women's wrestlers are now you're bringing in a whole right side of a bracket for me to watch like why would i i don't have any investment in these girls and like i guess this is a process to maybe try to guess to invest but like i i would think a better idea would have been to use impact women's wrestlers so like I, they, we have that they have that agreement with them i think it makes more sense not maybe not the whole side of the bracket but at least like throw some in there i don't know i i just think i'm not like me personally as a wrestling fan i'm not looking to go on youtube and watch these matches because like and like tom i think tom said it the outcome is like more than likely going to be someone from AEW going to win the, the the tournament or serena deep or no she's in the AEW, but like the she's an nwa champion it's like I, I just it's there's so many moving parts with this division and it's like i don't know who to like who's i don't know man it's really it's confusing at, at sometimes like and i don't know I, i'm not i'm excited for the tournament i love tournaments but thunder rose is probably gonna win or like you know what i mean like it's just kind of like an obvious thing or someone like that from AEW is gonna win i don't know yeah it's funny she cut like a really interesting promo which got me so confused i mean i i love everything about her and i think yeah. she's doing great but the promo she cut before the match was like i there's three things that i want i want to win the tournament i want the nwa championship back and i want to beat up Britt baker so it's like <laughs> you wait wanna, so you want to be a, you want to be a double champion and you want to beat up Britt baker like <laughs> i just i don't know if that was on her part if that was given to her but i didn't think that delivered that well because it just you know you should just say you know, you want to win the tournament and just focus on that and just allow the Britt Baker storyline to continue. But it's just funny. She wants to be a double champion and, and take on Britt Baker. So she wants it all. She wants the whole, whole thing. Do we, I, I think I sent you guys the bracket maybe in the group chat. I don't know if I could find yeah. it. I'm mad. Do is who else from AEW is in the, uh, I think Ty Conti's in there. I think Serena Deeb is in there. Um, we knew obviously Layla Hirsch was oh, in there. We knew Thunder Rose is in there, but go ahead. If you got it, yeah, Give it to so us. it's uh, Anna Jay versus Britt Baker. That should be a fun match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nyla versus Tay Conti. Riho versus Serena Deep. This did they do that already or no? Not yet. Okay, so and then uh, Thunder Rose would be Leila Hirsch, and then the other side. I've heard of Go on, give me give me some pronunciations, please. I want to hear this one. This should be good. This is no offense to them, but it just you know, 
Yuka Sakazaki. Yuka Sakazaki. <laughs> May, uh, me or my Saruga. V Saruga. Vini. V E N Y. Vini Vidivici. Emi Sakura. I ordered that last night for dinner. Okay. Maki Ito. <laughs> yeah, I actually got that for dessert. All right. R- Ryu Mizunami. Oh, okay. Good drink. Good drink. <laughs> Aja Kong or Asia Kong. She's actually I've heard of her before. So that's this is, the, is that the stuff you put on top of the uh the Philadelphia roll? It is, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing around. I'm just kidding. And then Rin Rin uh Karukura. So I think you actually did a really good job, yeah, Joey. Very, very yeah. proud of yourself. That yeah. was really well. You know what? Listen, I, we're gonna get some matches. We know that, right? These some of these women are gonna deliver. I don't think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna give us probably. Gonna, uh, let me try it again. It's gonna be pleasantly surprised of how well this is gonna be. But like you said, there's a lot of non-household names, yeah. so they're taking a very big risk. Which I don't know. I mean, I guess at this point you gotta with the, with that with how their divisions going over there. But I don't know, man. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. Um, we will see. But what we did see was that main event. And that main event, I thought was, honestly, I loved every second of it. Sure. I thought it was great. Kenny Omega and Kenta took on Lance Archer and John Moxley in a false count, no DQ, kitchen, through a table, scare the announcers, Jake Roberts, good brothers match. Um there was a, and as I gave my intro, there was a lot that went on in that match, but it was awesome. They got, they, they fought with, they fought with the fans. They fought in the kitchen. They fought all over the arena. It was physical. It was hard hitting. There was great moments. I honestly loved everything about the match. I just enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, the good brothers got, did get involved at the end and did help get Kenny and Kenta the win. So like I said, so we don't have Nick to take up all that extra airtime. We can just kind of go with both you guys. Yeah. Uh, Joey, this main event, we had star power. We saw a hell of a lot. Did it deliver, though, for you? I think it did. Yeah, I think I, uh, uh, I mean, they have, I, like, where does Archer, I mean, is, is Archer feuding with Kenny? Is that w- what's going on here? I'm not sure. What was the reason for his his involvement in this match? Did, did, did uh, Moxley just need a, a partner? I may have missed that. I think I think from like the week prior, if I'm not mistaken, and you know, I get us on at WrestleBuzz with Reese yeah. on Twitter. Um, I think of week prior, um, Archer came out in defense of of Moxley. Oh, okay. So I think that he just kind of got intertwined into the match a little sure, bit. But I'm okay I, with it because yeah, to I'm be cool, quite yeah. honest, I, I like him being involved in the main picture. To Absolutely. be honest, I actually kind of like it. Yeah, no, I'm cool with that. I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking. It. I just was wanting to make sure that that's the reason why I was in the match. Um, but it was a great match, man. I mean, it's what what we expected. Uh, no DQ, false kind anywhere match. I mean, we're going to expect them to go in the back and do some crazy shit. Uh, I still think it's surreal that Kent is on yeah. AEW. It's awesome. Um, I st- I'm still waiting to see what they have planned, man, because that whole bold club thing could just blow up and it'd be great. So, mm-hmm. um and it's funny to see like Moxley, he's kind of, he's still has beef with uh, Kenny, but he has to worry about Kenta uh, defending his uh, IWGP uh, US title. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's good all around. Moxley's doing work right now. So um, I know they didn't come out on top, but it was still, I thought it was a fun match. No, I definitely was. Tommy, anything you want to add to it? Did you enjoy the match? Did it deliver for you? 
Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, you know, the high because I couldn't really see it, the whole thing. It, it definitely did. I mean, you knew you knew the good brothers would get involved being like a no DQ and whatnot. But no, from what I saw, it was very cool. So, I mean, you got to figure with those guys, it's always going to be a great match. I mean, they've been, they've been, you know, um, you know, holding up the company for you know for the last year or so. So, figured that was going to happen. Now, this main event picture, like you said, is fully loaded for sure. I mean. You got the Good Brothers. You got you know Lance Archer. You got Jake Roberts there. You have John yeah. Moxley, Kenny Omega, Don yeah. Callis. I mean, the intertwining parts. I mean, you got a lot going on. But honestly, I'm enjoying this main picture. This is great right now, man. Kenny is just doing work. John Moxley is you know clearly he's he's a stud. And everything they're doing with this kind of whole little scenario, I'm enjoying everything. And now you introduce Kenta to the mix. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, you're just you're you're kind of you're doing things that we would never we we'd fantasy book. You know what I mean? Like that's what yeah. you're doing right now and it's coming to life and it's just, it's so cool to watch the ride. So keep that up and let's, let's see some more. Let's see some more. Yeah. It's like, we don't know what's going to happen. So I just kind of, I'm, 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 I'd love to see like what these meetings are like, like the booking meetings and see what they have planned for us. Like going forward. It's very interesting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Very interesting, but um, it's go home time, boys, go home time show to vengeance day. Mm-hmm. We had NXT and I thought NXT absolutely delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does. really, really quick before we get involved with into NXT, the more I watch NXT, the more I feel like it's not comparable to AEW. When I say that, I just mean that it's just a completely different show, right? I know that we have the quote unquote Wednesday night wars of viewership, but like when you watch both shows, I feel like when I watch AEW Dynamite, it's more, I think, closer to SmackDown Raw than it is NXT. You know what I mean? Like I just, I just, every time I watch it week in and week out, I'm like, they're both good at what they do and they both deliver different stuff, but they're not comparable in my opinion, because I just think the product you get in NXT is just different than what you get in AEW, which is good, right? We get, we get diversity. We get difference of, of, of watching wrestling, but I watch NXT this week. I'm like, it's just a different show to me. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. So that's why like, I, I want for the fans to just support both because I think they both bring something so different. Don't be so caught up in the war. Just be caught up in, in the show itself and what both actually bring to the table because there's not a war in it. They're not, it's, you're not watching the same product on both shows. If you were, then yes, I'd say go to war. But like Nitro and Raw, yeah. you can compare that, really similar, a lot of stuff. I think the thing with Dynamite and, and NXT is you have – good talent on both shows but i think that's kind of where the buck stops because both shows are produced and done so differently yeah and it looks like it's it's crazy to say but like i know it's clear because they're in a different arena but like nxt in in a good way feels like smaller and like it's still hitting that uh that that indie uh like feeling where AEW is more like you said, like Raw SmackDown. It's and like, big, it's big bigger. time, and yeah. it, it's good. Which good is for fun. That. Yeah, Great. I think it's good for both shows to be different like that, like you said. So exactly, yes. And yep. I wish I honestly, like, it's crazy. And I think I maybe said this last week. Like AEW, I think the viewership is like seven hundred to NXT is five hundred. And like I came out of this week, and I'm like, I enjoyed NXT better. And I'm, I'm not biased. I love AEW. I know we pick it apart sometimes, but like. I feel that NXT is better and then it gets different rings and then you just hand them the award that they are the better. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. There's no point in doing that. Yeah. yeah. Different shows. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that sometimes it gets lost a lot that we don't take a second to just realize that the shows are different and it's a good thing. 
right? We yeah. want different products. We want it to be presented to us differently than what we're used to. But when you look at Dynamite, it's just so easy to compare it to, to, to the main roster shows with the big the big arenas, the fireworks, the names, the this, names. you know, like what they're yeah. doing. Like it just it's they're doing it bigger. Some people could say better. I just say they're doing it differently. But hey, let's get to NXT. Um, so NXT opens up with the, I guess, semifinals of the Dusty Cup. MSK taking on Legato del Fantasma. Uh, boys, Joey, I know you're a big MSK guy. I know you love some of the stuff that they're doing. I mean, we're getting them to the finals, right? This is what we wanted. We were we were talking about it. We hoped that they would get there. We hope they make a good run. They're making the big run. Yeah. Um, that I know you love the push backflip, and I know they they hit that spot when he was when uh, Legato was on the outside. I know you love that spot, which was yeah, awesome. Was big. Yeah. I mean, th- this is the right team to be where they need to be. Right. The Dusty Cup is about a team, and I mean MSK is definition of a team. So you're happy. I'm assuming you're loving everything you're seeing um, with MSK, right? Absolutely. I, like I'm fully invested in them right now. Okay. Uh, after that match, man, that match is phenomenal. Some of the spots on both ends, like just from both teams, both teams came out and they showed up. Um, I'm happy MSK is getting this push. Uh, I think it's, it's something we don't see often in NXT. I mean, you get it here and there, but like for guys to come in off the street, maybe not many people know who they are uh, from impact, but they're getting, and this, I, I think I said this before they got signed or, or after they got signed, Triple H had come out and said, like, he loves he loved like what he saw from them and like their work ethics. Like he's clearly uh, uh, really behind them. So that's obviously a good sign for them. So um, <clears throat> and just I mean, like, not that we get we don't give him enough attention, but like Legato Del, Del Fantasma is the, the tag team. They're just fucking phenomenal. Raul Mendoza is so underrated, man, like every week. I, you see him, and he's coming from what he did in the uh, the Cruiserweight Classic to it's kind of like a generic, like looking like babyface guy. Now he's just like a, di- a totally different person. It's crazy, and to see Joaquin Phoenix or DJ Z, uh, just DJ like DJ Zima, I love that. Good tra- callback. The transformation is just like it's great, man. I, I love what they're doing. They're, everyone super talented. So um, mm-hmm. the match was great. That that like you said that. Uh, that moons, whatever it is, the that, that push back flip, push or whatever back you want to call it, oh, off I the apron love it. too. Yeah, that Dude, was, it was cool, man. Very, Real very cool innovative, stuff. a very innovative yeah. tag team. So no, I, I agree, and and um, we'll get to the we'll get to obviously we'll tie it up at the end. Um, we'll give you know I think we're gonna do some little different. It's Sunday. We're gonna do some predictions, but we'll get to it in a yeah. second. Um, and we'll get to that main event to see who they're gonna ch- uh, who they're gonna um, face at uh, Vengeance Day. Um, Zylee took on Cora Jade. Ah, poor Cora Jade. Mm. She got the she got the brunt beat down of Zylee. Um, but what we did see is we saw our little Caden and Casey get involved. So that's cool. You know, they're they're kind of tying back to the storyline. They were kind of friends um before this transformation of Zaya. Um this is interesting. And we finally saw the the chair figure put her hands on Boa mm. and like almost like make him submit. So again. I thought at that moment we were maybe going to see who the chair figure was. I really did for a second. Unfortunately, we didn't. They're going to keep teasing us. But I did like that they kind of got her involved in some form or fashion that they make she makes them submit to her. She really is that leader. As Joey, you do to Nick. Yes. You know, you <laughs> are the leader bitch. of him and he needs to submit to you. Yes. Um, so interesting stuff right there. Uh, next week we're going to get uh, Santos taking on Karrion Cross, so that's going to be really 
interesting because again i don't get it but is cross a baby fe- like what are they doing i don't know yeah that's, what, that's what i'm saying i don't yeah. get it which leads me to believe that like maybe when we get to it maybe pete dunn could win i don't know we'll see I don't know. We'll get I'm to our sure. predictions very shortly, yeah, though. I'm sorry, I don't want to. Um, no, no, I, no. I love it. I love it. We got to tease the predictions. Yeah. Um, Candice and Indy took on Ember and Shotzi to go to the women's final. Um, another, again, good match, dude. Mm. I just, you know, the winners of these Dusty Cup tournaments is 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 just tag team wrestling and the fans, because. I feel like every match that we've seen thus far has just been exciting, entertaining, and just delivered. Um, you know, the winners being of this match was Ember and Shotzi, but it was a great match. All the girls look good. They all had good spots. You're building up Indy to be a, a viable person in the women's division down there. You're loading an already loaded division. It's just good just to see it. You know what popped um, the shit out of me? What spot that? What's that? The assisted her Carano off the apron. Yes. Oh it. my god, dude! Yes. Like that shit we don't see from guys, and like I fucking I, I know I want to sound so shilly right now. And I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I love NXT, best show on TV right now, best pro wrestling show on TV. I don't care what Every anyone week. says. Every week, fuck the ratings, fuck anyone's opinion. My damn opinion. And NXT is the best wrestling show on TV. I don't care mm-hmm. Well, who said it? Who said it best, Joey? Who said? I mean, well, who gave a really good quote about NXT? Was it Bully Ray again? It was Bully Ray. Yeah, of course. Guys, speak because and that and Drop that's and that's and that's what the, and that's what made me really think back when I watched both shows this week. And that's why I really kind of took the perspective that I did. Is just it just it's very different. They deliver wrestling matches. It may not be the big big you know moment storylines that like we'll say aw is trying to do or that they are doing or what the main roster is doing but they just do it differently and it's just it's very enjoyable it's just really enjoyable really week, to week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame that like people like w- won't go watch it because they want to support aw so much and i get it you 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 hate the main roster and their decisions and you want to boycott wwe but uh it's it's totally different people i'm telling you man you gotta you gotta you gotta ride that train or else you're missing out like insanely telling you absolutely um but like we like the boys are just saying absolute fantastic match and it's going to be a great final man to see ember and uh and shotzi take on raquel and dakota like that's that's good this is going to be really good we're going to get some big moments in this match and i cannot wait for it in the finals um Austin Theory took on Kushida. This was interesting. <laughs> this was interesting to say the least. Um, there was a hell of a lot that went on. Um, Kushida caused a DQ um, after the match. Theory and Johnny got the beat down from Loomis and Kushida. A lot going on. A little messy, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. They're trying to do a lot with this one. And I, I'm always open for it, but this is a little bit messy for me. So we'll leave it there. But what I do want to get to, Joey, is to the moon, to the moon. Good boy. Cameron Grimes did the unthinkable. He went on Reddit. He took the investment advice. He invested in a little game store called GameStop. <laughs> and guess what? He's rich, bitch, Joey. <laughs> Come on, kiss my grits. Kiss uh, my grits. Listen, I mean, I don't know if I said it last week, but someone said it named Joseph Crush on the show that he should come back, uh, rocking some fucking Doja Coin gimmick. And I mean, he showed up in a Lamborghini. So, <laughs> I mean, dude, I was so fucking 
like jacked up watching his promo. It, it reminded me of like a southerny Ric Flair, like him throwing the jacket down and like he almost did like a kind of like a strut and like throwing money everywhere. Dude, I loved every second of that promo and I don't know what they have planned for him, but he's fucking gold, dude. This guy is money. I don't care what anyone says. Like, dude, his charisma is off the charts. Off like, the charts, he is just, bro. it's crazy. Like, and I'm not just, I'm not trying to just side with you, but like, I enjoyed every moment of that. I thought that was just, I was, dying. I loved it. I wonder how it, I how didn't they... know it was him in the Lamborghini. I had no idea. I thought it was gonna be like Karrion Cross or something yeah, like that, or like yeah. Finn Balor or, or like Pete Dunn or even, or even Pat McAfee. I'm like, wow, we have a Lamborghini. What the hell's going on? And it was, it was Cameron Grimes, baby. And I want I want I would love to know how that was received. Like when he went in the back, like they must all, but they had to be fucking crying back there, right? That was I would have been on fantastic, the floor. dude. Yeah, yeah. God damn, he's so good. Kiss my grits. <laughs> Kiss my grits. Great. I love it. Great. Uh, Tommy, main event time. Grizzled young veterans taking on the newly formed, but on the same page, champion Thatcher. Yeah. Um. I mean, my goodness, what we saw with the with this match. I mean. Grizzly Young Veterans are a team of teams. There's no doubt about that. That is that is the definition of a tag team is that. But what Champa and Thatcher are doing as an impromptu put together makeshift team is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. wow. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. The match, dude, for me was just it was it was just great. It, it again. And I know I said it last week. And it's hard not to compare it. It felt like it, it felt like an NXT takeover match. That main event. I felt like two weeks in a row mm-hmm. they gave us like that that takeover main event feel. It felt special. It felt big. And I think it delivered. The Grizzly Young Veterans won, Tommy. And I, I'm sure that's probably what you would have predicted. But mm-hmm. take me through it, I guess, for you. Did this match deliver for, to you? And are you happy with the outcome? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just the outcome and just thinking about the finals between them and MSK. I mean, how awesome is that going to be between those two teams? I mean, it's just going to be, it can't wait for tonight, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. And I think they might, I think they might win it. The young veterans, I really do. I mean, they came close. What was it last year or a few years ago? Yeah, they came very close. I really, I think, I mean, even though MSK, you know, is on fire right now, but I really do think, I think this is going to be, their their turn their time to uh, really shine and I can't I cannot wait for the match it's gonna be awesome. Me too and Tommy great segue let's get right into it let's get into our predictions for Vengeance Day it is Sunday it is tonight so we might as well do it yeah. and we are in the NXT segment so Tommy since we're talking about it right now it is MSK it's Grizzled Young Veterans um at Vengeance Day for the finals for the Dusty Cup who are you taking who's your prediction I'm taking Grizzled Young Veterans all day Grizzled Young Veterans mm-hmm. Joey yeah. hey listen uh, I'm a big GYV fan. But uh, MSK is hot right now, and uh, did, I, I believe the winner of this gets a, a title shot, or is that yeah. is that official? Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, them versus Orkin and Birch. Uh, I mean, sign me up, MSK. Let's go. No, I hear you, and that, and that's what kind of made it a little bit hard for me, right? Because I think putting putting aside the tag title match that they're going to get. I think it makes sense for grizzled young veterans to win because how hot MSK is. I think it won't hurt them as much sure. to lose in a really good match. But then when you think of what's going to happen next is that they might get it. They're going to get a championship title match. You wouldn't book the heels versus the heels. It wouldn't seem to make sense. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the time to do it because they won a tournament as opposed to them, like just feuding for no reason. So right. like, I could see it also happening as well, but like, I get what you're saying. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's hard for me to predict on this one, but yeah, something in me is saying grizzled young veterans. So I'm, I'm going to go with them. Cool. I'm down for I'm down for either man. Shit. No, oh, I know. Me too. Can't lose in this one. Um, sticking with the Dusty Cup, boys. Um, Dakota and Raquel, Ember and Shotzi. Joey, who you got? So that was announced 
uh, last or Wednesday, I'm sorry, that the winner there officially, the winner of that tournament is going to get a, a title shot for the women's. Which I always thought was the, I always thought that was the actual prize, to be honest. I, yeah, I, I just assumed too. it was. Me too. So uh, that's pretty interesting because, you know, main roster stuff. Um, I don't know. This is tough because it's I, hard. It, again, you want to look at who's the champion on the on the main roster. Are they going to come down to NXT? Is the match going to take place on Raw or SmackDown? Um, I think safe bet because Raquel, I mean, as good as Raquel is and Dakota, they're both fantastic. Um, safe bet has me choosing Ember and Shotzi. Uh, I, I see them like them versus Nia and Shayna is fucking fantastic. I think it's a great match. Um Shayna has a history with both Shotzi and Ember, so that's pretty cool there. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Ember and Shotzi for this. Okay. Tommy, you're up. I think I'm going to go I think I'm gonna go, uh, Raquel and uh, Dakota. I just think, yeah. I mean, they, I think the, uh, Raquel's on the fast track of huge, and I think this is really good propeller. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Raquel and Dakota. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's another it's another hard one because both you can make a viable option for both, and I think that's why it makes it fun, right? Isn't that like yeah. you, what you want when you watch like a special show like this? You want the men's finals to be well. You could go this way, or you could go this way, and you could support both. It's the same thing for the women's, right? If you think about it, you know, right now the tag champions are, um, you know, Nia and Shayna, and it's like what I would do to see Raquel stand across from Nia and put yeah, her down. Cool what I'd see to see Raquel put Shayna down, or yeah, I would love to see that. But then at the same time, you know, Shotzi and Ember are no slouches. They would bring something to the match that, that you don't really get on the main roster, which is legitimate tag team wrestling, because that's something that they can do down there. Can I just say so, something before we go on? I, yeah. And I, well, I didn't I make my to, pick, but go ahead. I'm no sorry. Problem. Oh, I apologize. Go. Pick. No, it's cool. No, pick, please. Pick, pick. No, I'm just kidding. Shotzi and Ember, go. Okay. So this would also, for the, the NXT girls, whoever wins to win the titles, like, this is I think this is good for the that division right now too because I think it's they're get the, we say every week the titles are getting lost on the main roster for these girls to bring them down to NXT and maybe even go back up to Raw or SmackDown once in a while it just helps and I think it's better a better option so whoever is the winner I hope they do go do, and win the titles from whoever the champions are at the time so that's no, I couldn't agree with you more yeah. I absolutely couldn't agree with you more I think it'll help have them travel as champions a little bit on Raw and SmackDown I think it'll it'll give like a little bit of who are these girls oh yeah. wow they're good where are they at nxt we should go watch that and shotzi's ready i think to, i mean if she left for oh, she's Ross, main event fine yeah she's great oh yeah the character Ember, ember's been there too so she has the the callus already from being up there but um i don't know i'm just i'm i'm down for either both matches i mean both dusty cup finals are just very like whoever wins i'm happy type of deal yeah and that and it doesn't happen often but no, i'm excited to see it take yeah. place North American Championship time, boys. Johnny Gargano, Kushida, Tommy. Is it the way? I think I believe it is. I think I think Johnny Wrestling wins this, as he should. Yep. And I'm gonna go with you because I'm because I'm talking right now. I'm going Johnny Gargano, Joey. I love Kushida though. By the way, like he's super. Oh no, he's legit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I know I hate like always making my my picks. In regards to like what what's going to happen after, but I guess you got to kind of have to do that, right? It's hard not to sometimes. Yeah. It's like seeing Dexter been him showing up lately. It's, it leads me to believe that if, like Johnny winning, it'll be him and Dexter next. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Help Kushida. Yeah. I have no idea, but uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Johnny wrestling. Thank you. Absolutely, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think they can actually have a good storyline with Dexter and Johnny. So oh, that's why great, I'm, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I agree. 
Um, NXT Women's Championship Triple Threat Boys, mm-hmm. the champion Io Shirai, the challengers, the Aussie Tony Storm, and the formerly Retribution member Mercedes Martinez. I'm just kidding. Um, Tommy, Triple Threat, the ladies. Who are we uh, thinking? Yeah, I go Miss Miss Storm. I go with her. I think it's her time. Really do. Okay. Is she? And now here's here's a little, here's a little extra question. Who is she going over if she wins? Because it's a triple threat. Yeah. You know, I've been the champion to win. Yeah. I think I think she'll go over Mercedes. I do. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think EO's gonna get pinned. But I just I don't know. Just what she's been doing the last few weeks, Tony. I just think it's her time. Okay, Tony. Time, Joey. Is it Tony time for you in your house? I like Tony a lot. I'm a big fan. Um. I still think EO is going to run with it as much as I'd love to see Tony get a, a, a run. And this would be the time to pin, like not pin EO. Uh, <sighs> betting man has me picking EO still. Okay. I have to agree with you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I leaned a little bit with Tommy. I, I like his thought. It makes a lot of sense. Um, and you can always have EO chase Tony for a little bit and because that love. always works. I love it. Um, <laughs> It always works. Come on. Um, but uh, something just tells me EO. It just yeah. does. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to have to go with it. Me too. Um, boys, main event time. Finn Balor, Pete Dunn, Joey. The Prince? Dude. Or the Bruiserweight? What, like, Finn's just getting into brutal match after brutal match, dude. There's no, there's no slouch. He's carrying NXT right yeah. now. And it's going to be a fucking, a, another hard-hitting barn burner, dude. With him and Pete Dunn, I'm, I love Pete Dunn, and uh, it's kind of like the, the Tony Storm thing. I think like I want to see them as champion. Him, and, her, and Pete Dunn. I think it'd be great. Um, I just don't like with Cross in the background. It's like I don't know, man. Like if if NXT Championship is going to be defended at Mania, uh, like the Pete Dunn versus Cross, I, does it come across? No, no pun intended. Like like a match you want to promote on the main roster. I think like Finn. And cross makes more sense to me at this time. I don't know. I don't, it's, it's it's a tough one, but I'm gonna go Finn. I'm gonna stick with Finn. That's fair. And I think I think Finn Balor is the household name a little bit more. Yeah. Um. And I think it makes a lot of sense for a WrestleMania Takeover Weekend match for it to be Cross and Balor, and Cross gets his championship back, and Balor takes a much needed break because that poor man. Oof. Yeah. But like I said matches. before, like what is Cross doing with? Uh, yeah. It's... With. With Escobar, it's like red. That doesn't weird. seem to make sense like, to me. I'm, I'm curious to see how that one plays out, but yeah. I might as well make my prediction. I'm going Finn Balor. That's what I'm doing. So, Tommy. Yeah, Balor. Sweep? Yeah, Balor. Yeah. Hey, Nick, who are you picking? All right, you're not Crickets. here. Crickets. Crickets. It's, it's the best Nick I kind of like, to be quiet. A quiet <laughs> one. Um, boys, that was Wednesday. I know we did a little impromptu picking of um, of the NXT, but it is kind of takeover night, so I feel like it kind of made a lot of sense. But, Absolutely. Hey. Happy Vengeance Day, everybody. Joey, back to you. Yeah, happy Vengeance Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We all love each other. Love you, Nick. Miss you. Wish you were on the podcast today. Just kidding. Hate you. Um, boys, another week has gone and passed us. Episode 43 in the books. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is good. We're good people. Everyone's good people. Everyone love each other. Respect each other. Take care. Stay safe. Watch pro wrestling. We didn't do MVPs. We're sticking around. This is this is on the cuff. Whoa! We didn't. Oh, this, is like, this is like when this is like when Edge cashed in, right? The yeah. show was over, but we're yeah. still here. The show was over. The, the the icon came up on the bottom. We're coming back because Joey. Oh my god! In front of him, and they forgot to, <laughs> about the MVP. Let's go, MVP boys. Uh, NJ three, you got. 
Um, MVP this week for me has to be, oh, God. <sighs> Shoot. It's tough. Vengeance Day. Yeah. There you go. Love it. Great card. Great mm, card. Great card. Another card. Tom, who that was a That was a Fugazi pick, but I'm sorry. That's okay. No worries. I'm going for possibly FaceTime. I'm going to go Mr. Sammy Guevara. Oh, okay. Great. I like that one. Good pick, Tommy. A little better than jerseys. Uh, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I'm going to go MSK. I think uh, their their performance on Wednesday was great. And I think just what's going to happen tonight is going to be even better. Let's go MSK. But uh, like I said earlier, guys, let's run that back. Everyone take care. Stay safe. Watch Pro Wrestling. Thanks for joining us.